Shalom. Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. In our last episode on Sharing the Word, we talked about dealing with a fool. And we looked at Proverbs 23, verse 9. I'm going to read that one more time and then get into our scripture verse for this session. Proverbs 23, verse 9 says, Do not speak in the hearing of a fool, for he will despise the wisdom of your words. Now, we talked about that because I've heard from many of my colleagues that are pastors and even my own experience pastoring churches that there are times when our congregants do not listen to us, our parishioners. Uh, Sometimes we learn that our own family members don't listen to us, no matter what kind of life we live, what experiences we been through, they don't listen. The Bible says, do not speak to a fool. Or they despise you. They despise the words that are coming out of your mouth. And it is so true because God's word is true. Thy word is true. John 17, verse 17. So here's what I want to share with you as we get into this verse, these verses that we're about to go into. And I asked this question in the last episode. When are we going to listen to the word of God? When are we going to take advice from the Bible? When are we going to just read and apply or obey? I've learned in my life that I have been given many gifts, many opportunities, and I just like to share. I'm that kind of person, I guess. I like to share what God has taught me, and I want to share that with people. And that's probably why we're preachers, too. It's your choice to listen to the wisdom keys of Proverbs. It's your choice to continue to listen to this podcast and say to yourself, wow, that, that is deep. Uh, that's, that's important. I like that. I'm going I'm to apply that. Or there are those that listen and go, oh, turn, it to, turn to some other podcast you know, channel and listen to somebody else. You have that choice. But I'm preaching the word of God and I'm trying to give you information that would help you reduce your stress level, but to keep you in compliance to the word of God. If you're not listening and obeying the word of God, you're a person of defiance and disobedience. I want to be a person of obedience. And it says in Proverbs 23, 9, do not speak to a fool or he'll despise you. Here's where our next verses come from. And this is Proverbs 26, chapter 26, verses 4 and 5. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. He who sends a message by the hands of a fool cuts off his own feet and drinks violence. That is Proverbs 26, verses 4 through 6. So let's talk about that. Starting with the verse verse 4 again. Do not answer a fool according to his folly. Now you could try to offer someone, family member, I get it when kids are stubborn. I get it when you're raising children. I get it when it's your, your sibling. I get it. Maybe it's your spouse. But the point here is, 
when your inner circle members are not listening to you because they're despising the wisdom that you're giving, which comes from the word of God, okay, you're going to have a problem. So you got to stop doing it. But here's the reverse end or the flip side of the coin. If you now respond to a fool to their foolish questions and respond back to them, you just played into their hand. You just played into the hand of someone who's trying to trap you like the Pharisees always did Jesus. Jesus saw through their duplicit behavior. Jesus saw through their trickery the words they were using to trap Jesus to respond to a question. It would be foolish for you to do that. One of the lessons I've learned, and I follow the model of Jesus, instead of responding to a trickery-type question by a fool or foolish person, I asked them a question. I love how Jesus did it. He said to the Pharisees, is it lawful to pay taxes? You can see this through the Gospels. And Jesus said, okay, I see the trick in this one. I see. They wanted Jesus to say in their minds, watch this, a foolish person always conspires to get you trapped by a question. So listen to the question. This is what Jesus had to go through. They asked Jesus, is it lawful to pay taxes? That's the question. Well, Jesus saw through all that. So he threw a question back. Give me a coin. Whose inscription is on this? And they said, Caesar. Give to Caesar what is Caesar, and to God what is God's. That's brilliant. That's some good stuff. I could play on that all day long for a second. But here's the point. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes, all trying to trap Jesus and everything that he said and did. Always misleading, always using questions just to get him trapped. And Jesus saw through it all the time. So he didn't answer their question. He threw a question back, and they refused to answer at times to the questions that Jesus threw at them. So if we can learn from Jesus' example, then we should learn from even the wisdom keys of Solomon when it says in Proverbs 26, starting in verse 4, very clearly says it, says, do not answer a fool according to his, his folly. So you can have somebody in your life who is addicted to alcohol, pornography, or whatever it may be, and they'll ask you a question, well, isn't it okay for me to, to do this because isn't God a God of forgiveness? And then you start going, well, yeah, bop, 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 bop. you just answered right into their question. That's foolishness. You simply ask them a question that leads them to repentance, never to respond back to their so-called plans of trapping you because they want excuses for or defending their own uh, inappropriate behavior. Because it says, do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. See, they're going to ask you a foolish question and your response to their question is foolish. It's almost like saying, why argue with a fool? Well, yeah, why argue with a fool? If you argue with the fool, you're going to be foolish. You're going to be just like them. I think we all can say amen to that. Verse 5, answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. The more you give credence to foolish actions, foolish words that are spoken, um, foolish behavior, whatever, how you want to throw that in that equation with that person. The minute you play into their 
Why not? Why not? Why can't I? How come? And it, and they're getting you to try to respond to a lot of illogical, irrational stupidity. I'm just going to say it that way. And you're falling into it because now you find yourself responding in the flesh. Because by you responding to a foolish person, knowing that the words that are going to come out of your mouth should come from the word of God, the fool is going to despise anything that would would be correctable in, in a sense. Meaning, you can say, well, the word says the following. Because he, Jesus did not even respond to Satan in the wilderness. When Satan playing the fool role here, watch this, Satan being a fool, turned this stone into bread. Jesus just looked at him and said, I'm not going to respond to what you just said. I'm going to respond what the word of God said. He says in Matthew 4, verse 4, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So he didn't respond to turn this stone into bread. He simply says, man does not live by bread alone. Totally polarized, disconnected from what the trap was and said what was correct from the word of God. We have to respond the way Jesus taught us. When the Pharisees are trying to trap him or when Satan comes at us with different trickery words. Satan knows your words and the foolish person knows how to trap you to throw you off base and call you a hypocrite and a liar and every types of names in the book. That's why it would be foolish for you to ever respond to a fool. The last verse of this uh, wisdom keys of Proverbs 26 says in verse six, he who sends a message by the hands of a fool cuts off his own feet and drinks violence. To trust a fool as a messenger is as self-destructive as self-mutilation or taking poison. You can have a foolish person contact another person to have a message from that foolish person sent to you and you're responding to it. You might as well drink poison if you're going to respond because once you respond to the messenger of a foolish person, that person that received the message is going to pollute it, taint it, it's going to twist it anyway, give it back to the foolish person and then all of a sudden you just empowered that person to take your words and use against you. My friends, we could talk about how to deal with foolish people all day long, probably for a whole complete long-term series. But here's what I just learned, even for myself. Watching what was going on politically and seeing how people are responding to one another, you don't see a lot of wisdom in conversation. You don't see one person offering some sound, wise edicts of advice to anyone. It's everyone fighting against each other's words calling each other names, and nothing gets resolved. It's foolish. So what we have to learn is that times we just need to be quiet and be silent. But we think that then we're not getting our voice heard. Well, guess what? If you're responding to a fool or a messenger of a fool, you might as well drink poison. This is what the word of God is telling you. Don't think because you have wisdom in your mind or in your heart you think that a fool is going to accept it. We just learned in Proverbs 23, he will despise you. He will hate you for it.
when Jesus was standing there in that late night mock trial, because the Pharisees knew the only way to punish Jesus and send him to the cross, they had to come up with false witnesses. And Jesus did not answer to any of the so-called false claims. It upset the high priest. It upset the rulers. And they said, are you not going to respond to this? Jesus did not. But then they asked this one question. Are you the son of God? He says, I am. And they tore their shirts, their clothes, and you know the story. It is not a sin to be silent in a room full of foolish people. If the Lord wants to say something to foolish people, he will anoint you and you will be able to speak the word. And I believe people can be changed. But to take it upon yourself to continue to speak to people who don't respect you, listen to you, listen to the word of God, stop thinking you are doing God any service, helping him out, the Holy Ghost, by speaking to hopefully change that person. That is the role of the Holy Spirit, to convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. We're going to talk a little bit more about how to deal with foolish people. Join me again as we dive into the Word, exploring wisdom keys through this podcast of Sharing the Word. Thank you for listening to another session with Sharing the Word. Join me again as we examine and open up the Bible on topics that affect the believer.